this ALCS Game 3 Picks edition of the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just added pick and scorches. You can win 100x, turn $5 into $500 in one game. Plus, every Sunday, they're giving away $100,000. Use the promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to 500 bucks. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Last-minute tickets, download the Game Time app. Create an account. Use the code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. We're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. And finally, don't forget the $3,000 NFL Second Chance Survivor Contest presented by Corey Pinkston and Barking Dog Properties. Free to enter. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com forward slash survivor. Welcome, everybody, to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford in Newcastle upon Tyne, northeast of England. Today is Wednesday, the 18th of October. Yes. Yeah, it is, yeah. <laughs> I got it right, and I'm so used to getting it wrong, I just assumed I was wrong that time. Um, and we are here to, we'll have a look back at NLCS Game 2, and then we've got loads of picks. I've made far too many picks for ALCS Game 3 uh, taking place tonight between Houston and Texas. Joining me from Houston in Texas is Mr. Moonaf Manji. Hello, Moonaf, how are you? There's going to be a one day or one week when we're doing this pod 10 years from now that you're going to get the date and time. I had it that time. I doubted myself, Rudolph. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, yeah, glad to be here with you. Um, another day of MLB playoffs in the books yesterday and another day uh, today. So uh, definitely looking forward to it. a lot of um, I think we've been doing really well uh, through this, at least the uh, the championship series thus far. So hopefully uh, we can continue, uh, you know, dominating the books here uh, for tonight and the rest of the week. Yep. Did OK again last night. Myself and Scott handicapped last night's Philly, Arizona game. Um, I've, I've taken my Diamondbacks cap off Moon off. I think it might be time. Um, they're now out to what, plus 650 uh, to win that CB. So I had a go. I mean, I'm still live. But, um, yeah, there's not much life left in my little bed. But it's good fun. I've had worse 66 to 1 shots in my uh, in my time. Um, let's say hello to the boys in the chat. Jason's first in. Um, Captain Insano, Andy B. Hello, everybody. Um, any bets that you like um, or any thoughts, throw them in there. Um, so, Moon, after last night, Philadelphia, 10. Arizona, nothing. And Philly take... The two nothing lead in that series, and like I say, they've now gone minus one thousand um, to take the NLCS with Arizona out at plus six fifty. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah, it was a it was a bit of an odd one because Philadelphia went three nothing up in the bottom of the sixth, so they didn't really put too early. And obviously, it got out the hand pretty quick after that and finished ten to nothing, but. Um, Merrill Kelly kind of threw the exact start that we thought he would. Um, he, didn't, he never deviates too far from the mean. Uh, okay, but I know I was just like so, and everything else. 
free at home. The big heads keep showing up for Philadelphia. And in the end, it was a pretty comprehensive win. Yeah, I mean, Philly, I mean, I think I mentioned this when we uh, discussed the National League Championship Series that Philly's at home since last season uh, when they made their run. They've just been absolutely a wagon uh, at home in Philadelphia at Citizen Bank Park there. I think they're now 11-2 and two straight up uh, at home, and I think they've won 11 of those 12 games by at least two runs. I think the only two losses have come to the eventual World Series champions from last year, uh, the Houston Astros. But yeah. Uh, this team is in good form right now. Like you mentioned, their top two pitchers, Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola, uh, dominating performances in both games one and two as usual. The bats have been showing up early uh, for them game uh, for the uh, Phillies, at least. You know, Trey Turner last night, Kyle Schwarber added one, I think, in the second or third inning. And then, like you mentioned, um, by the time we got to the sixth, seventh inning, it, it, that's when it got away from the uh, from the Diamondbacks. So I can give a lot of credit to the Phillies pitchers, man. Um, you know, this Diamondbacks team, going back to the series against the Brewers and even against the Dodgers, they were scoring runs early. Um, but I think that the the pitchers of the Phillies have done a tremendous job of, of really limiting their bats, especially early on in the game, and the Phillies bats getting the leads for these pitchers. And after that, it's been pretty much history. So um, the Phillies are halfway there to getting back to the World Series again. So we'll see if if the Diamondbacks can seal one or get a game uh, at home, but it doesn't look very likely right now, especially with the way the bats are hitting right now for the Phillies. Yeah, early runs was one of my picks yesterday. I went for the first three innings over two and a half. Um, it wasn't a million miles away. If Arizona could have just chipped in, we'd have got there. Um, but as far as the, the picks went on the show, I mean, Scott, really straightforward, Philly on the run line, plus 130. Yeah. Which now you look back, and you think, actually, they were staring you in the face, really. You know, I'm dancing around. I've got a thousand different pages open to find a bet. And the obvious one is right in front of you the whole time. Um, but I think we did okay. The rest of the overhit. I know Dylan um, in the in the Slack chat was on the over. I took the over. Where's Zach Wheeler strikeouts over five and a half hit? Uh, that's two nights running. We've hit the Philly picture for the strikeout. So both of them did okay. Uh, one on my Tommy Pham um, under uh, hits uh, plus 160. That one hit, and Alec Bohm missed. Alec Bohm got a hit late on. Um, so, yeah, did okay overall. Um, game three looks like Munaf, Ranger Suarez v. Brandon Fart. I mean, it, it's a must win, really, for Arizona. Uh, they just yeah. need to somehow pick themselves off the floor and get one on the board, and then maybe go from there. Yeah, I mean, if the, I think obviously game three is it's it's pretty much got treated like a game seven for for the Arizona Diamondbacks. It's it's going to be very uh, difficult or possibly uh, impossible, I should say, that uh, the Diamondbacks come down if come back and win the series if they get down three games to nothing. But um, yeah, it just seems like that the Phillies are are the hot team right now. Um, they're dominating on both sides of the baseball, like I mentioned, and it's, it looks like they're they're going to be headed back to the World Series. But we've seen crazier things happen. Don't count them out just yet, but uh, just yeah, the Phillies are just in the driver's seat right now. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Matty um, in the chat is uh, advocating getting your Phillies World Series MVP bets on now, um, which is a good shout. Get, get, get ahead of the curve, yeah, get the value in, because this time next week... Um, those prices might look absolutely brilliant. Mm -hmm. um, so game three, ALCS, will take place uh, later on. We'll run you through that um, after I've told you first about the 
SGPN Survivor Contest. Um, so even if you're knocked out, you're Survivor, or even if you just want to, another one to play, uh, Corey Pinkston and Barking Dog Properties are presenting the Second Chance Survivor uh, from SGPN. $3,000 up for grabs, winner takes all. Starts this weekend. Sign up at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. And the NFL Gambling Podcast, guys. Is that you, Muna? Um, yes, sir. Doing a, yes, you've got an Apple podcast review with your favourite touchdown-related bet for this weekend. Biggest winner gets a $50 SGP and gift card. Make sure to include your YouTube username in the review so we can contact the winner. I'm Underdog Fantasy 2. Um, Scorchers has been a great new product for them. Five for five pays out 100 times. Um, the deposit bonus has been extended to um, $500 for a little bit longer. And we've got $100,000 Sundays as well. Uh, so watch along, make your picks, maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website. That's underdogfantasy.com. I haven't had a look at the NFL this week yet, Moon. I've been to uh, baseball Heavy, so I need to get some uh, player props to, to throw out for underdog um, at the weekend. This game tonight, then, Houston are oh, plus 105 with Christian Javier pitching for them. Texas are minus 125. Max Scherzer uh, draws the start here for Texas, and the total is set at nine. Um, obviously, Texas lead the series um, two to nothing. Uh, with two two really good wins uh, in Houston. Christian Javier on the year for Houston is 10-4. and four. He had a 4.56 ERA, started 31 games, uh, so he hung around um, a long time. 6-2 and two on the road, 4.91 ERA, um, and only faced Texas once, where he was thoroughly lit up. Um, four and one third, nine hits, eight earned runs, two homers. One playoff appearance so far, five and a third scoreless against Minnesota. Um, looking back, it's a really lopsided season that Javier threw out. Um, since June, he just hasn't had it at all. His June ERA, 579. July, 686. August, 617. September, 511. Um, looking back in the game log, I counted, and this is the Malcolm metric here, two good starts out of 19. Um for Javier. I mean, the few and very, very far between. There's some huge walk numbers in there, including five last time at Minnesota. You look at that line, he's pitched five and a third scorers. You think, oh, yeah, great outing. He must have had all the control. He walked yeah. five, batted. Um Now, I'm only seeing a plus one and a half walk prop on Javier at the moment, which is minus 122. Um, so unless I can find a plus two and a half somewhere, I'm going to have to look elsewhere. This is his 16th postseason appearance, uh, so he's bringing a lot of experience to the table. Um, Max Scherzer, obviously been injured since the 12th of September, uh, 12 and 6 on the year, 377 ERA. He had a bit of a mad season, really. He faced Houston twice, um, a 655 ERA there, 10 hits over 11 innings. Seven times, Scherzer went out and gave up five or more runs. Seven times Scherzer went out and threw a scoreless start. So, I mean, which one do we get? It's really, really hard. He, he said, we talked about Merrill Kelly last night, Steady Eddie. Yeah. This is the exact opposite. He's been like, like a drunk driver. Um, mm -hmm. Scherzer himself says he doesn't know how far he's going to go in this game. Um, he threw a live BP on Saturday, 65 to 70 pitches. 
Um, so that's it. His um, outprop, I actually quite fancy Fade in both the pitches here. But if you do think Shays is going to go well, the over 12 and a half outs is minus 105. I think 70 pitches can get him there pretty comfortably. Four, four and a third. Uh, 70 pitches seems reasonable. So if you like that, if you do think Shays is going to go well, over 12 and a half outs is minus 105. So as far as the side, I mean, it's dead simple. We did this in the regular season, you know. I prefer Scherzer to Javier, and I prefer Texas to Houston at the moment. Texas at minus 125 will be my pick. I like Texas first five, same price, um, minus 125. So again, personal preference, if you've got one of those, you like a little bit more, you can get the same price for Texas. And I think the total looks vulnerable, like I said. Um, over over nine um, for a game in which I do want to fade both pitches. I've got loads of player props and stuff to go through, Munaf, but if you, uh, do you want to give us your overview, your side in total first? Yeah, I know we've talked a lot about during the regular season how the Astros were just better on the road this season for whatever reason. They can't just win at home at Minute Maid Park this year. So, And we saw it you know, in Minnesota um, in the divisional round where they split the first two games at Minute Maid Park, and then they went into Minnesota and took care of business while the series three games to one. Um I, I I'm not sure if I can trust Scherzer to be warranted as a minus 125, minus 130 favorite in a game where he hasn't pitched for about a month. Um, and we we're not exactly sure how long he is going to go. And like you mentioned, which Scherzer are we gonna get? We saw a Scherzer when he pitched against the Astros back in September 6th, where he gave up what eight runs, six a six or I think it was what eight, seven earned runs he gave up uh to the Astros in a in a three and Three and one third innings pitched. Um, and then you mentioned Christian Javier. He had a he, he he really rises to the occasion, especially in the postseason. I know he didn't have a great regular season for the Astros, but if you if we go all the way back to the regular season, his last start against the Diamondbacks, that that I think that is the Christian Javier we expect to see as Astros fan, where he shows up in big games. And we saw that again against Minnesota, despite having five walks that he gave up to the Minnesota Twins, they weren't able to take advantage of that. But now you can't do that against a Rangers team because they will make you pay. We've seen that already in the first two games uh, of this series, where if you walk batters, um, the Rangers are going to take advantage of that. So I think for Christian Javier, and I mentioned this when you and I talked about game one with Verlander on the mound, that if he's able to settle in in those first couple innings, then I think the Astros have a chance to win this game. But I have to take the plus odds here with the Astros. I think they the bats show up in this game. I know we'll talk about player props here in a minute, but I just can't get behind a pitcher who's missed a month and be warranted as a minus 125, minus 130 favorite right now. So I think Javier shows up in this game. I think the bats show up big for the Astros as well. Uh, I'm going to go with the Astros with the plus price here. Definitely shop around because there's anywhere from plus 105 to plus 115 out there for the Astros. So I think they get on the board um, uh, in this series. I think they make it a 2-1 series. And I think that Scherzer gives up a few early on. And I think the Astros bats uh, will show up here tonight. So I'll take the Astros uh, on the money lineup uh, or plus, 10, plus 105, plus 110, where we do find the best number. Well, I think you've hit the... Um... You've hit the the right chords with the with the YouTube comments there, Moon. Off, uh, uh, Swaggerhound and Case have recently joined. Um, afternoon, boys. How are we doing? Uh, yeah, but everyone kind of agrees with you in the straws rather than my uh, Texas Rangers pick. Um, so yeah, uh, interesting. I've got some, like I say, I've got some player stuff 
Um, yeah, rather little. Have a look out because again, the, the the chat's pretty lit with the um, uh, the player props. Alex Bregman's been thrown out by Captain Insano. Uh, sorry, Michael Brantley um, yeah. and Alvarez as well. Jason's chimed in with. So we can get a little bit deeper into that. Um, I'll tell you about uh, game time. Um, the ticket people helping you get tickets for things like your MLB playoffs. You can get tickets for the Arizona game tomorrow for twenty four dollars. Um, if you want to get involved in that uh, over at game time, so go and uh, go and get involved. Flash deals, last minute tickets, uh, game time making, buying tickets easy for sport, music, comedy, any theatre uh, near you. So you can forget planning in advance. A uh, couple of taps on game time, you're in business, uh, and game time guarantee is outstanding. They'll credit you 110% of the difference if you find tickets in the same section and row for less. Thing to do is download the Game Time app, create an account, use code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply, so create an account, redeem the code CFBX for $20 off. Download Game Time today, last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And finally, Hall of Fame bets, um, helping you win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season. The sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Use the revolutionary parlay optimizer tool on Hall of Fame bets. Um, to get all your parlays broken down by hit rate, expected probability, uh, value, players, which ones are hot and which aren't. Loads of great stuff on there. Uh, so visit hufbets.com um, or download the Hall of Fame Bets app um, to get 50% off your first month today with the code SGPN. Start researching and start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. Okay, so yeah, I quite like the... Uh, Matty's just made a great point in the chat that the, the picking a side just feel harder tonight than agreeing that team totals overs. Um, so following that, like I said, I do kind of want to fade both pitches. Now, one way we've been doing that in the playoffs is total outs, but I just didn't like it really. The Scherzer one is up in the air. We don't really know. And the the line on the Javier one is horrible. It's a 12 and a half and it's juiced. I don't like it at all. Um yeah. So I found the angle I found in Munaf is the pitcher earned runs. Um, so if we want offensive team totals, um, and or we want the game total, then pitcher earned runs overs is the way to go. I've got a um over two and a half earned runs for Javier is at minus one sixteen, and over one and a half earned runs for Scherzer is at even money Munaf. So I think we can take both of them. Possibly get juiced out if Javier misses. Um, break money, break even if only shares are hits. Um, but I think there's huge potential for both of these cash in here, Muna. So that would be my angle in um, of fading both pitches to start with. Yeah, I 100% agree about the Max Scherzer one. Uh, that was one of the player props I did have uh, for this game over one and a half earned runs allowed at even money, uh, currently over on DraftKings. And like you mentioned, I think that the Astros bats. Um, We'll be able to get the Scherzer here again. We're not sure if he's going to be on a pitch count or not coming back from the shoulder uh, injury, but I I feel like that there may be some rust for Max Scherzer pitching in a live game, uh, especially in a game where there's very high implications here, especially for the Astros trying to get on the board here uh, and doing their best to make this a competitive series. But um, I love that play of over one and a half runs are allowed by Max Scherzer in this game. I was looking at his walks prop um, at, I think it was one and a half at even money as well. Um, sorry, um, plus one and a half. Sorry, one and a half 
over on his walks is plus 135. I think that that's something that interests me um, for Max Scherz, especially if early on if he's a, kind of trying to check, shake off the rust after missing a month. Then maybe he's not locating the, his, his fastball or some of his off-speed pitches very well. And if the Astros uh, batters are able to stay patient, um, then maybe they can draw a couple walks here. So it almost seems like we're kind of fading Max Scherzer here coming back from, you know, missing a month with a shoulder injury. But I really do love, like you mentioned, the over one and a half earned runs allowed uh, by Max Scherzer. I think even if we were just handicapping Max Scherzer and they hadn't, he hadn't had this break, we'd still, I would say, lean towards fading him because he hadn't been brilliant. Like I say, maybe the kindest thing to say would be he's been up and down. We said um, five earned seven times, zero earned seven times. Um, they, you then factor in a month off. Yeah. And the fact it's a big playoff spot. And they they both way down the side uh, that we're trying to get. Obviously, the other way to phase the pitches here every half is to take um, batters to hit them around the park. Um, both of these pitches are prone to giving up some home runs. Um, so looking on the Texas side of the ball first, I want nothing to do with Adonis Garcia. Um, two for 17 off Javier. Um, nothing to do with Jonah Hines, Simeon's numbers that bang average against him. The ones that I was drawn to first up um, is Seager. Um, Corey Seager is five for 20 with two homers. Mm. Um, he's plus 180 um, for over one and a half hits and plus 265 to hit a home run. Josh Jung's done well against Javier in a small sample, uh, two for three. And the best value I played on him, some of these... You find the stuff, but you've still got to find the right bet because it can be lopsided between total bases, um, total hits, runs, steals, whatever it is. Um, Josh Jung, over half a run, was plus 145. I like that, um, especially if we're going to get a high-scoring game. Leo Di Tavares has been batting straight behind him. who has been going really well. Um, and Tavares was another one. Tavares is 5 for 16 with a home run. Um, he's been um, hitting bombs He's seven to one to hit a home run. He doesn't hit that many, um, but he can he can be a little bit streaky. So I like Tavares. Um, on the other side of the ball, we've already mentioned Alvarez, two for four with a homer. But there's not much value in him really. The books are onto him. Everyone's onto him. It's not a surprise. Um, Altuve is the one you'd fade. Um, two for twenty against Scherzer, and he's in really poor form. He looks like a frog in a blender at the plate at the moment. Um, so under half a hit, it's plus 165. It was a it was a bet I went to with Tommy Farm last night and cashed it. So I'd take Altuve to flop tonight. Um, and that led me to possibly my favourite pick on the card here, which is a it's a match bet on bet 365 Moonath, um, which is Seager against Altuve in a total basis matchup. You can get Seager at minus 105. Um, and I think that's a great pick. Of all the picks tonight. The, of all the coin flip picks, Seager to um, to outbase, if that's a word, Altuve in a total base matchup at minus 105, Muna. Yeah, I think there was twice in game two where Seager hit singles to the right side of the infield and Jose Abreu just wasn't able to get it to it, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so I know Abreu is maybe not the greatest defensive first baseman, Um or the Astros right now. Obviously, they're using him for his bat. But yeah, I, I don't hate that play. Again, Corey Seager has just been having an incredible season for the Rangers and also a great postseason thus far. 
Um, you mentioned Jordan Alvarez. I think the way that maybe possibly attack him is uh, taking his over half a walk. That's It's a little bit juiced at minus 125. But you mentioned the numbers about Jordan Alvarez against Max Scherzer and 10 plate appearances, seven official at-bats, four of seven, three singles. He has three walks in that span there as well. Uh, by uh, or Max Scherzer has walked him three times in t- 10 plate appearances. Uh, so that's at minus 125 for over half a walk if you want to go it that way. I mean, I think we saw this in the Twin Series. That we, a lot of people just kept on mentioning why do they keep pitching to Jordan Alvarez after he's just ripping the cover off of the baseball. So maybe they're a little more careful if there's a couple guys on base or if there's a guy in scoring position that they, you know, pitch around them and, and, and you know, put him on base. He draws a, uh, draws a walk that way. So I'm looking at that, Jordan Alvarez. Um, I know a lot of guys mentioned Michael Brantley, who has great numbers uh, against Max Scherzer throughout his career, 20 of 54. Uh, he has eight doubles, eight uh, singles, three home runs, four walks. His total bases are at half, but I think that if you want to attack it in a different way, um, DraftKings lets you pick uh, singles. If a batter is going to hit a single or a double, Michael Brantley to hit a single is at uh, minus 115. And for him to hit a double is at, um, let's see where to go, Michael Brantley plus 450. So if you want to, those are the two options. Um, if you want to attack Michael Brownlee that way, instead of having to pay the minus 200 juice uh, on uh, Michael Brantley there. But yeah, those are the two that I was looking at. I'm going to try to find, um, and I think that the DraftKings has it at two and a half for Christian Javier's walks. Uh, That is at minus 120. Uh, Sorry, it's at minus one half, but I'm trying to find a two and a half try to get it down to maybe that's what higher. I couldn't find. Yeah. That's why I sort of, I tried to find different angles in because it was only, it was over um, just over a half. I think over what it was, it was rubbish, whatever it was, um, yeah. but I needed to find that two and a half. Yeah. So right now it's at one and a half at minus two twenty. but if you're able to find a two and a half on his walks, uh, I think that's uh, also worth a look also on DraftKings. There's um, first earned run allowed between these two pitchers. Javier's at minus one fifteen. and shirts are at even money. I could see a world where the Astros score one in that first inning, whether it's a home run or they get a couple guys on base and, um, you know, uh, they're able to drive in runs that way. And we saw that. I think it was the game three in Minnesota coming off with a loss. Uh, they scored, I think, for the first inning and then rest of the game was history. But again, this is a different animal in the Texas Rangers. So um, I think we're all kind of in agreement about fading Max Scherzer, here, especially him. You know, like I mentioned multiple times about him missing an entire month with that shoulder injury. Yeah, it looks that way. I mean, everyone's on the same side, certainly in terms of runs, um, early runs, short outings, walks, hits. Um, it's all it's all pointing towards a shootout. And like you say, everyone's pretty much in agreement. So, yeah, uh, fingers crossed that game um, will follow that script. we would all cash uh, three or four of these at least, Moonaf. Looking forward to it. Um, I think we're doing a little steady half an hour, Moonaf, on this one game. Um, is there anything else you, uh, you want to tell the people about? No, I think that wraps it up. I know it's going to be alternating, I think, between... Um, I think we get two games tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, because yeah, Astros are in Arlington, obviously, for uh, games three and four, and then it's a travel day for the uh, the Phillies and the Diamondbacks. So uh, tomorrow we'll have two games. An early start tomorrow between the Phillies and the Diamondbacks and the nightcap. We'll have the Astros uh, and the Rangers. I think... 
want to say it's going to be Arcady tomorrow for the Astros, but I'll double check that. But we'll talk about that tomorrow. But yeah, one game tonight, two tomorrow. So again, like I mentioned, we're getting ever so closer to the World Series here, Mal. Yeah, fantastic. Thanks, Munaf. Um, thank you, everyone who joined us. Appreciated all the input. It's nice to get some validation. Um, yeah, let's just get a run fest tonight, and we'll uh, we'll cash all of these over everything's. Um, back tomorrow. Um, enjoy the games. Good luck with all your bets, people, uh, and we'll see you down the road. Cheers. <laughs>